Yo, what's up? We're now sitting in a Citroen EC4X and uh, uh, I'm now doing a range test where I just have to drive at constant speed, 90 kilometers per hour. Yeah, uh, it's just for repeatability, for consistency we are driving here. Um, yeah, so, um, wow, I have to say, so far so good. The consumption seems pretty good. It seems like the EC4X is more efficient than the, the regular EC4 simply because it has a longer butt. It has a, a more tear shape, uh, uh, sorry, teardrop uh, shape. Well, okay, but today we have yet another 4K podcast. Uh, the reason why I like this 4K podcast is that we are touching into different topics that I normally don't talk about when we do, for example, a range test or an acceleration noise test or a 1,000 kilometer challenge. Well, there's still a lot of stuff going on outside of my regular tests. So today I want to shed the light on my sponsors a little bit. Um, this is okay. I mean, it has something to do with money, but again, like I always say, I never ask for anything when it comes to, you know, I don't beg for money. Um, but you guys have always seen those, uh, those sponsors in the beginning. And then what happened to Mr. Green? Well, this video, I will mention some of that stuff. Um, yeah, let's start with Mr. Green. What happened to Mr. Green? Well, okay, first of all, Mr. Green is not uh, the gambling company. <laughs> uh, that one is actually called MR Green, right? But then um, this is Mr. Green, when you spell it out like that. Mr. Green was uh, involved uh, a couple of years ago. It was, I mean, they approached me. Uh, they, okay, well, first of all, I have to tell you, what, what is Mr. Green? Mr. Green is um, a, a company that uh, lends, oh, uh, sorry, um, you, you can uh, rent out, it's a rent a car rental company, EV only rental company. Um, boy, I should know my homework. I think they originated from uh, Netherlands, correct me if I'm wrong. But they are in Netherlands, they are, they are, last time I heard they were supposed to establish in Denmark also, but they are across many, um, many countries across Europe. And they wanted to uh, use my channel to promote their business. So they came to me uh, several years ago and uh, asked me about this. And I was like, ah, yeah, okay. Uh, I think back then around two years ago, two, three years ago, I didn't have that many sponsors or did I have at all? I don't remember. Um, but uh, they, they actually wanted to provide me a car. They would, they would, they would then buy or whatever, uh, or lend me a car for free I can use and they will have a Mr. Green sticker on it. And by doing that, you know, they get exposure and they can promote the business. And I was like, okay, yeah, well, that sounds like a good idea. But then the practical part is that they have to then bring a, a car that is registered in Netherlands or somewhere, right? And then bring it to Norway so I can drive around with it. And then uh, I'm not sure how it is with the rules, how long I, I'm supposed to drive with it, uh, so on, you know, the legal stuff. Um, but then back then I was like, uh, I had an idea because they were thinking about buying a second-hand Model 3 I could use. But I said, hey, um, how about buying back in the Falcon? <laughs> I had that idea for the longest time. Even when I had Optimus Prime, you know, I was thinking, I was dreaming that one day I will own Millennium Falcon again. And this would be a golden opportunity because Millennium Falcon has a, a history behind it. It's, I mean, for many people, especially people in the, who's not in the EV community, it's just, it's just a Tesla, who cares? But in the EV community, it's like the symbol of, of uh, 
the start of EV mobility in Norway, Europe. Uh, many people have great memories with Melinda Falcon when I drove to Arctic Sur I mean, when I drove to North Cape and I took road trip across Europe when there were very few uh, fast chargers or superchargers there. So, but that's Melinda Falcon. So that's we ended up buying back Melinda Falcon. Uh, I was actually we end by the end of the day. I bought Millennium Falcon back for 200 and uh, the guy, he, I remember we found him somewhere and then uh, I could track him. We could just, we can actually, in Norway, you can look on drivers, uh, uh, the license plate and you can um, uh, look up somewhere and then find the owner's address. And then if you're lucky, you can also search for it on yellow pages and then find the owner's uh, phone number if they haven't blocked it or hidden it or rather. So I found it. We found it eventually and contacted him. And uh, strange thing is that uh, he he was also thinking about selling it in the Falcon. He wasn't a typical EV uh, uh, petrol head, or I would say. No, he wasn't like a he wasn't a typical EV enthusiast. He, uh, somehow we ended up with that one, uh, that car. Um, uh, something about. He claims that charging went slow, and then when I ask him, yeah, well, how did you charge him? Well, he used Shuko. I'm like, uh, duh, okay, well, what about installing a charging station? Um, so initially, I wanted to buy him for 200,000 nook, around uh, 20,000 euros, but then he, he didn't agree. He, he said that he recently repaired, uh, replaced the, the PTC heater and some other stuff, I don't remember. Uh, some some expensive repairs, so we ended up uh, settling for around two hundred and thirty thousand. So it is actually a little bit expensive for for a car that has gone over three hundred and fifty thousand kilometers. Oh, I don't remember over three hundred thousand kilometers on Millennium Falcon. But it's just okay. I stretched a bit extra because I wanted him back, and also Mr. Green discussed this and they also agreed that okay uh, it sounds like a good idea to get good exposure um, and then mr green also gave me some amount uh, i think i shouldn't say how much but they gave me also some amount but it wasn't you know it wasn't that much uh, plus that they also supported me on some of the repairs um, but also Nasi took some of the repairs on his own belt because he was also getting lots of exposure, free advertisement um, via, uh, via his business, uh, the Bilex Button. And also Bilex Button Bosch, they are a partner with the Tesla Owners Club. So if you're a Tesla Owners Club member, you get discount at Bilex Button and EV services and um, uh, El Bilmec, you know, um, what's a nice guy, uh, um, but uh, yes, that's the story, short story, recap, in case you guys haven't heard about this. So we actually repaired him. I also paid uh, extra to get the MCU2 upgrade because in Norway, fun fact, Telenor, which is one of the big, uh, well, actually the biggest uh, phone company provider here. We have Telenor and Netcom. They have their own networks. And I only have ICE, that's a different one, but it's not based on regular uh, phone network. Uh, but... Um, <coughs> So Telenor, they are actually going to shut down the, the how is this again? They will shut down the 3G network <coughs> to free up frequencies so they can then get better 4G coverage. But that means that um, Millennium Falcon previously, the one with MCU1 previously, they had 3G support and 2G support, but there, there is no 4G LTE support. So all Teslas, they get 
uh, they will be then if there, if there's no 3G, they will fall back to edge, you know, 2G, which is dong slow. Everything becomes super sluggish. Okay, you have free uh, free Spotify support, but it's just it's really slow. Like when you when I try to play a song. Uh, we are talking about maybe uh, 20, 30 kilobit per second data rate here. I, I, I might have to wait 20, 30 seconds for it to buffer up before it can play the song on Spotify. So, and the MCU one is was kind of slow. Uh, maybe on the old OS before it went, went smoother, but as Tesla improved the software and then maybe made the graphic heavier, then it became more and more sluggish. So that's why I decided to upgrade to MCU2, but with MCU2 you actually get uh, 4G LTE support and then the car is future-proof. So I did that one, that one I paid out of my own pocket, of course with, yeah. No, actually I don't remember, maybe it was a split uh, one with Mr. Green. And also I paid for um, a CCS upgrade. So the MCU2 upgrade, by the way, was around 2,000 euros, 1,500, 2,000, I don't remember. And then the CCS upgrade is around 500 euros. And also bought Chatham adapter for him. Uh, so I did a little bit there and then uh, um, uh, laser, linear laser, uh, you know, laser elite 18, yeah. Uh, and build uh, component, I think it was linear. They also sponsor with, um, with a LED bar. So we have some equipment there. Yeah, I have lots of partners, you know, uh, or people who want to throw stuff at me. Uh, for example, uh, be, uh, no wait, um, Pitstop build player, they did, the, oh, that's a C4, huh? the, the big brother, I mean, little brother, rather, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so they, oh, no, that's a fossil, that's a C4 fossil. Oh, could almost not see that, that was not an easy 4 yeah. And, um, yeah, so then, that was it, and then I drove Milan the Falcon, but I actually didn't use him that much. He was mostly just parked at dealerships or places where I borrow cars. Um, so yeah, sometimes yeah, I use him for some trips, but I haven't even had time to do any crazy trips. I want to actually go on a trip, one last road trip with Millennium Falcon to Buda to retrieve Optimus Prime's uh, summer tires. Yeah, summer wheels rather, wheels. Wheel per definition is rim plus tire. Yeah, but the, the Optimus Prime's trailer, summer, I mean the trailer wheels are up there uh, at my mom's house. So, uh, but then the problem nowadays is wife is pregnant. Uh, sometimes she has some food, weird food requests. She just car, car, wants to eat something random. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I should be close to my home, but okay, well, different story, man. They're, everything has, is just connected together, but um, I think I need to hire someone for two days uh, so I can go to Buda and back again. But Milan the Falcon, yeah, that was, that was Mr. Green, but Mr. Green did not, pay me on a regular basis unlike some of my other um, sponsors but then uh, so they okay they gave me some one-time payment like I said uh, total maybe they actually donated or paid several thousand euros for some repairs and stuff but also some of the very really expensive repairs now see actually needed payment for some of the parts but he would he did at least the work for free so we actually split it uh, like um, uh, mr. green took a big chunk of the the bill something like half of it or something for their for their parts uh, and then 
me and Nasir, we then split half of the remaining one again. So we paid roughly 25% and then yeah, uh, each, right? And then Mr. Green paid 50% of the parts. So Millennium Falcon has replaced lots of stuff, like half of the undercarriage has been replaced. Some air suspension, some, I don't remember what all those parts were named even. But that's the story of uh, Mr. Green. But then eventually, um, uh, I didn't use him that much and he was just standing there and not doing nothing. Um, and eventually, um, um, it was, yeah, uh, I found out that, okay, um, since they are not active there anymore uh, and I need to make space for other potential um, um, uh, sponsors, then... Um, we agreed, I asked them beforehand, or I, yeah, I asked them, kind of notified them that maybe uh, I, I could remove you guys from the start, starting screen since you're not supporting me. And they agreed, it's fair and square. Because I also don't, I want to give importance to my uh, other uh, sponsors because I don't want too many sponsors. There has been lots of requests, people who want to sponsor me with this and that and some other, some app that, you know, something that is related to EV mobility, but I don't want too many sponsors. I don't want the starting screen to be overwhelmed by sponsors. <coughs> but, so that's how it is. And I have, still haven't had time to remove the sticker on Millennium Falcon. So I will do that uh, eventually. But um, yeah, so that, that is the story of uh, Mr. Green. So if you guys are wondering what happened to Mr. Green, well, yeah. Um, <coughs> and then uh, I should also mention the other sponsors. Um, uh, one of the, Actually, the very first sponsor was about the root planner. Um, yeah, I don't remember how it was, uh, who was approaching who, but you know, for the longest time, I didn't want sponsors. It was like I was stubborn. I was like, I don't want sponsors because they will affect my uh, opinions about things. But I realized that it doesn't affect, like, for example, uh, about the root planner sponsorship does not affect how I review this. EC4X, you know? <laughs> uh, so that's why I realized that, okay, why not? Why not? And um, I will tell you that the reason why I chose the sponsors, I, I mean, I handpicked them. Like, I don't randomly choose. If, if uh, Coca-Cola or uh, Red Bull approaches me and like, oh, I see you drink Red Bull from time to time during your uh, 1,000 kilometer challenges, we would like to sponsor you. No, I mean... <laughs> Even if they have a huge price they will give me, or I mean a, a monthly fee they will pay me, I, I don't think I, I can take it. it I, that one goes against my principles because there are people, younger people who watch my channel. I don't want to send out the signal that Tesla Bjorn is drinking um, Red Bull or battery, you know. Uh, so you should also do that. I actually, I have in the past taken a few energy drinks, but on purpose, I never show them. At least not on the edited video, but in, in the live stream, it, it's hard to avoid it. But, but fortunately, we have less people watching the live stream. So, you know, I don't want to promote bad habits to my viewers. I mean, adults, they, they are hopefully old enough to understand the negative effects of uh, energy drinks. But uh, teenagers and kids, they don't. So yeah, so that's my whole idea behind it. Um, but I bet the root planner, I met them and they have a great product. And the reason why I chose a better root planner is because they actually makes EV mobility better because 
for example, this car here. Yeah, prime example. This EC4X does not have um, navigation that will show you how many percent you will arrive with. So you navigate somewhere and you have no idea whether you can make it there or not. Uh, this one, the gum doesn't even update according to your destination, unlike in a, in a Mercedes and a BMW. They are a little bit smarter at least. And then Tesla and Polestar and also Mercedes and BMW, <laughs> they show you how many percent you will arrive with. But still today, many, many cars, they lack that feature. So using a better route planner to give you an, an idea of actually sometimes really, really accurately how many percent you will arrive with, where you should charge, uh, how long you should charge, how many percent you will charge. You know, that is highly valuable uh, because electric cars, they have sometimes not the greatest range and they take a long time to charge. So you just want to drive uh, long enough and then charge long enough and not too long so you can finish your uh, destination without worrying. But of course, if I, I mean, I, the reason why I don't usually show uh, a better route planner in my trips is because I'm a ninja. I'm a very experienced EV driver. I don't need that one. And many times I test branch banking new cars that they don't have support for yet because the, they support cars that they have some data on uh, to accurately show you, uh, you know, predictions, estimations. But a better route planner, it's like having me sitting by you, right, without taking up the weight. <laughs> uh, uh, it's like, a, yeah, it's like a ninja uh, that can help you uh, give devices where you should charge and so on. So it gives you the safety of uh, traveling on long trips with some EVs. Yeah. So that's that's the whole idea with the, with the reply. I chose them. And I think my second second sponsor was, um, I mean, officially at least, was Stolenberg. Now, Stolenberg has nothing directly to do with uh, electric mobility. It's just that I always wear Stolenberg jackets. And uh, at least in the, in the first few years when I had Melinda Falcon, like, I didn't notice it, but people noticed my Stolenberg jacket. They, they noticed that I always wore the Stolenberg jacket, the black one. That was the first generation uh, uh, Stolenberg Vigueur jacket. Wait, was it Vigueur as well? I don't remember the name, but... Um, but yeah, so... Uh, I mean, Stolenberg, that jacket is legendary. I still have it. I will never sell it. Or maybe one day I can auction it. <laughs> but but Stolenberg, uh, I found out afterwards that they are... They are quite sustainable. They, many, many clothes are made of uh, recycled materials. And they have... Uh, yeah, you can read about this on Stolenberg. I'm not going to list all of it, but... Um, whoa, 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 dude, freaking Polestar, dude, driving slow. Uh, I'm doing a 90 test here, and the freaking Polestar is driving almost slower than me to the point where I need to overtake him soon. Otherwise, it's going to mess up my test. I will have a nicer number than it should be because I'm now semi-drafting behind the Polestar. Okay, hopefully it's just local and he will exit soon. But yeah, so that's Stormbike. So yeah, no direct uh, link to electric mobility, but many, many of my viewers, they still love Stormbike and they, they just, yeah, they just have a relation to Stormbike because it's me, you know? 
And I like Stonebite because they are fairly affordable clothes. And uh, well, I mean, it's made in China, but at least the Stonebite is founded in Norway. So it's, you know, it's the design, the whole idea, everything is based on Norwegian. You know, just like the Polestar in front here. Uh, I mean, is the Polestar Chinese or is it Swedish? Well, it is at least designed in Sweden, engineered by Swedes, but then manufacturing in China. So we can always discuss whether it's China. Okay, I need to overtake this Polestar, man. It's too slow. Um, and he's now messing up my test. So I will just overtake him or her and then see if uh, they want to. Yeah, it's a woman. It's always a woman. Oh, I'm just kidding. Okay, okay. sorry. Yeah, didn't mean to be uh, sexist or anything. Um, but that's Stormbike, yeah. Um, and at least if I want to promote a, cl a clothing brand, you know, it should be something uh, that is at least green. Or and that is Stormbike. They are probably one of the greener uh, clothing companies out there. And you also, yeah, Stormbike also has a has a deal where you can return your clothes even if they are old like many of my stormback jackets or, or pants or whatever there is a, a little tag on it you get like they call it punt you know like when you return a bottle and you get some money but it's just tiny amount of money for example this stormback jacket i'm wearing right now uh, might initially cost 300 nook and then if i return it i can get around 20 or 30 nook for it uh they will probably not resell the whole jacket, I, I think they will just recycle it. So this is like a, just an incentive for customers to go back and return it rather than throwing it away in the Rastafar in the recycle. I mean, in the, uh, where it's just be incinerated rather than trying to reuse the materials. Uh, and also Stormback, they also have a free marketplace you can sell uh, or buy uh, secondhand Stormback clothes. So, you know, they're trying to do their best to make it green. You can say, well, it's not green because you're shipping stuff from China. Well, yeah, but I mean, if you think about this, if you start looking, everything nowadays is made in China. <laughs> yeah, it would be great to try to use more Norwegian, uh, 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 European products. Fun fact, the house we are building now in Yesheim, that one is actually fairly local. Uh, the wood is from Hunton factory or ma many of the wood uh, things is for Hunton in Jørvik. Um, we use Sigdal kitchen. Sigdal is made in Norway. We went for Link Angel uh, shower corner thing. That one is made in Sweden, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, so we, use, we try to use local uh, products rather than or at least made in Europe rather than China not because I have anything against China but I, I feel like Europe should be more independent or we should have our own production if it's possible but it boils down to consumer you know always blame consumer ABC you can say what happened to the food industry why is the food industry so fucked up well because consumers don't want to pay too much so that's why they have to raise the chickens in the bad ways some farms do because consumers don't want to pay more for chickens who can run around freely that costs more money yeah but okay we stretch a little bit uh, topics here but uh, this is the beauty of uh, my 4k podcast is that we just have a little chat and you can enjoy some norwegian landscape uh, in 4k uh, speaking of 4K, by the way, my 4K channel about the whole uh, view, 
the, that one didn't really uh, become a success. Uh, I think because nobody cares about 4K shots from a car. Maybe from a drone it's different. So um, I pretty much given up that channel. Uh, eventually one day I might just delete it. So at least I tried. Yeah, and it didn't cost me much. But okay. So and then that was Stormbike. Uh, um, yeah sponsor and then i think my next official sponsor uh, uh i'm not sure sorry if i get in the wrong order but Marcus bill has been somewhat indirectly my sponsor he uh, lent me cars for free i think my very first deal uh, or my very first uh, collaboration with Marcus bill was that freaking Fiat 500e review. I said freaking so many times, man. I didn't notice it myself, but yeah, uh, super annoying. But I get better as I uh, watch my own videos and realize what I do wrong. Like, uh, uh, you know, I try to uh, uh, avoid uh, that. Uh, yeah. And I should also avoid words that doesn't mean anything. Like, yeah, mm, yeah, okay. Uh, and then basically, uh, some people just say basically everything. Basically, we are gonna do this. Basically, you know, just get. I watched some YouTube videos about language and how you should, you how you could improve your language <laughs> by taking out uh, pointless words. Uh, okay, but anyway, yeah, I sorry, I still have bad habits. But the thing is that if I don't say uh, then there will be a weird, awkward silence while I'm thinking about what I'm supposed to say next. But okay, so so Marcus, eventually he became my sponsor. So uh, and then why did I choose Marcus Bill? Because he's um, he's a nice guy. That's one thing. And also he buys and sells electric cars, but lately more and more Tesla. And he also tends to get lots of Teslas. And I should mention that Tesla, uh, they they don't. Uh, I mentioned this before. You know, they have. They make some of the best. I, I, my claim is that they best. They make the best cars in the world. But when it comes to press cars, first of all, Tesla, they have very few press cars. And second, they are really slow to respond to my request. It's like Porsche almost, man. It seems like the more premium you become, the less responsive you are. No, no, that's not true. Mercedes, for example, they're also very premium. BMW, they respond to my emails when I request borrowing something. Tesla is like a high packet loss. Uh, I don't know what the heck is going on with the Tesla. And also, they don't allow you to borrow press cars for seven days, like is more or less the industry standard. Uh, so that is a bit bummer. But as a coincidence, uh, Marcus, he gets lots of Teslas. And he gets the, the exposure every time I test his cars. And he, of course, he's smart. He's a freaking smart man. That guy is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, he puts the Marcus Bill stickers on the side of the car so that uh, every time I, and also I try to then make a thumbnail where the Marcus Bill sticker is there. And initially I didn't do that on purpose, but when he told me, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Because when you make the thumbnail of something like, uh, like a, a Tesla, uh, Model S Raven that went 644 kilometers in a single charge. If that video gets promoted in uh, or mentioned in some electric or some shit, they will typically just use the default thumbnail on that video. And then suddenly Marcus Beale's name, logo, brand is exposed on electric or you know other places. 
So that, yeah. So he's a, he's a brilliant man, man. That's why he's successful and growing. So, so I'm just super happy with his, with the cooperation with him. I can buy like, for example, nowadays um, I requested. Oh, I want to do. Uh, I see people requested uh, me to test a Model Y uh, with trailer. So yeah, I requested that, and then Marcus found uh, a Model Y on sale that had uh, for sale. I mean, for sale that uh, had okay price, and he will always figure out if it's uh, profitable for him to buy that second hand and then use it for a little bit and then sell it. So yeah, right now I don't have it. Uh, he needed it for the weekend, and then we're gonna. I'm gonna get it back. Uh, I'm not sure when, and then I will do the the test with the trailer 1000 kilometer challenge trailer test and also i'm also testing the the fridge the test camp fridge and i will also be testing some other accessories with my other sponsor i will mention soon yeah maybe i can mention it which is um um well I don't know, before that one uh, it should come in the right order and then we have camp power and then why did i choose camp power i could have chosen bigger companies like avb tritium right they have been in the game for a long time FSEC, maybe a hypercharger, which is Alpetronic, but I chose Kempower because I felt like they were different. They were not like the other brands making chargers. When I saw Kempower at Espa for the first time, well, actually, I saw an article first. I was, it was just instant love and instant impress. I mean, impressed. I was like, wow, that is some serious good shit. You can scan the QR code and say, whoa, whoa, look at this. Whoa, this is a rare car. I need to mention this. It's a BMW i8. Yeah. Seems to be actually the Roadster version, or I'm not sure. Is that called Roadster or Cabriolet? What is the difference between Cabriolet and Roadster? Yeah, but that is a rare car. It was supposed to be, well, I don't know, maybe not on purpose, but it was kind of rivaling a Model S 10 years ago. But uh, yeah, the Model S was pretty much neck on neck with the i8 uh, CO200, but then past 100 kilometers per hour, i8 was way faster. But it is a fossil car with uh, an electric drivetrain. So exactly, um, it's a parallel hybrid. But okay, um, so um, yeah, Kempower, I mean, the reason why I chose Kempower is because it has something to do with electric mobility. And I, I want to, Try, I will always try to choose the best is the best out there and I want to promote Camp Power because I believe in them. I believe they have a great product and you guys I mean you guys know the drill right I mean many of you guys also love Camp Power and it's not because I told you that Camp Power is good you know? if I was bullshitting people would find out so Camp Power has been growing crazy like i've seen some of the <laughs> some of the uh what do you call it again uh, shareholders meetings they'd be like I mean, they are they are so nice people they're so humble even uh, um uh, the the ceo oh what's his name again istomaki uh tomi was it tomi istomaki he's so super nice we went on a sauna together he's so down to earth uh, but I was—I mean, it wasn't because of that that I initially uh, wanted them as a sponsor. But, but they were like, uh, back to the whole shareholders meeting. They were like, oh yes, uh, since uh, since the last period, uh, the last three months, we have uh, tripled the production. We have uh, 
hired 200 more people. Uh, yeah, we have way higher revenue. I was like, what the heck, man? You got the freaking doubling, tripling, not in one year, but in three months or some shit like that. They are just growing exponentially. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, if I had some more, if I had the leftover money, I would buy Camp Power stocks. <laughs> I could have paid for my house if I was, did that before. Shit, man. But Kempower has been growing like crazy. And unfortunately, uh, Fortum, or uh, well, now Recharge. Well, Fortum, I think, still exists as the, the, the energy company, yeah, electricity company. But uh, under that one, they have Recharge. Before, it was called Fortum Charge and Drive. But fortunately, Fortum is Finnish. Kempower is also Finnish. So, uh, then needless to say, the Finnish companies, they probably want to use their own products and promote themselves and help each other, right? So, um, Kempower, or sorry, uh, Recharge, tend to prefer to use Kempower. And we have seen that in the past. Recharge, man, they've been on a freaking Kempower spree in Norway. They replaced plenty of older uh, 50 kilowatt sites or they have been expanding, yeah, new sites. It was at Foxero that went there. Before they used to have Tritium and ABB and okay, I'm not I don't want to shit on other brands. You know that doesn't look good. But I'm just saying that though they had 50 kilowatt chargers at Foxero, plenty of them. And and they replaced them with a bunch of chem power instead because the 50 kilowatt is not gonna cut it nowadays. And they probably figured out okay that site maybe it has uh, 300 to 500 kilowatt uh, power available. Uh, maybe they expanded for some more, but then by using chem power, you have uh, distributed load. And it, then it doesn't matter if a leaf, a replicating leaf that takes 20 kilowatt plugs in there, there will still be plenty of other stalls so that the fat e-tron can get 150 kilowatt rather than the, that the fat e-tron is locked to 50 kilowatt max. And then the the leaf is taking uh, 20 kilowatt out of the, and then there would be a, a 30 kilowatt of uh, unused power right something like that so so i love the idea with kempower they, they the reason why i chose kempower is that they, they, the the product they have is more or less unique other other brands like delta altipetronic um, yeah at least those two they have power sharing but it's just two stalls on one. Or actually, they have, Albertronic, they have up to four plugs. Yeah, up to four plugs in one cabinet. Uh, but I, I think there is even some uh, limitation. If you want to have four plugs, you have to have the fat cabinet with up to four uh, power units. I think you could, yeah, one power unit in the Albertronic is, um, well, officially, they say it's 75 kilowatt, but I know that unofficially it's uh, 87.5 kilowatt so that you can actually output 350 kilowatt if you have a fat Alpitronic uh, uh, hypercharger. Yeah, the hypercharger is a product name. Uh, but yeah, but they only have that part. So they don't have that finer uh, distributed uh, power sharing like Kempower. So yeah, uh, that, that's the reason why I chose Kempower because they, they have an awesome product. People love it and I'm happy to promote it uh, if it helps for me to show that logo and someone sees it and they it will it will improve electric mobility because by the end of the day if you have for example okay 
no offense to Ionity, I also love Ionity. Uh, they have the second best, greatest charging network in Europe next to Tesla because Tesla opened up the supercharging network. But Ionity, you know, they are also awesome, top-notch. But when it comes to Ladestau, Ionity, they chose a different approach and they don't have power sharing thing. It's just, yeah, this goes deeper, you know, it's like uh, they, they uh, might not always be able to choose the optimal way because they might be dictated by the shareholders which is the brands behind them the big German brands mainly and the other brands also yeah the partners but in a comparison Ionity they have few stalls but you are guaranteed to get good speed if you are riding with a Porsche or something right or e-tron GT you are guaranteed to get maximum speed 270 kilowatt that they can provide uh, the, the car can take 265 actually but then uh, there is not much power sharing actually at all when I think about it uh, there is not they I only doesn't use Alpetronic they are they're only using ABB the new ones that look like the, the tritium charger yeah ABB and tritium so yeah that's just in comparison but what, what was my point again yeah my point is that you want to use hardware to avoid so if you have available power and you have the balance between how much money you want to invest, how big transform transformer do you want to pay versus how expensive is that site going to be? Because if the if the charging network is too expensive, people will know and they will avoid them. And then the, the cheaper ones like Tesla Supercharger, you know, people are going there. They're flocking around the Supercharger. Oh, it's cheap, man. Good shit, man. Yeah, and no ladder stall, plenty of stalls. And that is better for electric mobility. Because if there's one thing, one negative thing about electric mobility is Ladestau. And if people, people are pointing and laughing at uh, EVs stuck in, in uh, charging queues, or Ladestau is charging queue, yeah. But if you have good charging, that, uh, charging hardware like Kempower, that is one way to contribute to less Ladestau while still uh, not making it too expensive for the charge point operators. Yeah, so very long explanation. <laughs> yeah. And the last uh, sponsor I have for now, at least, I'm working on one more, but yeah. But at least the last sponsor I have is Bill um, Componente. So uh, initially, uh, okay, I made some video with Bill Componente. It's um, located in Klofta, in the cleavage. Yeah, you always want to get uh, your good shit at cleavage. Uh, but um, he's a Norwegian guy, he's Nulanning, you know, just like me. <laughs> Jävla Nulanning! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over there is like, Yeah, Jävla Haskuk. Oh, yeah, that's just, that is just normal language up there. <laughs> In the South, we're like, huh? What? Are you trying to uh, offend me? <laughs> oh, man. No, but okay. Um, but he's also a nice guy, but you know, he's new landing, but he's still a nice guy. <laughs> and uh, he sells accessories. Yeah, you guys might have seen some other accessories in the past, but at least he sells lots of accessories. He wants to be big. Uh, okay, it's good to have one like him. And at least he wanted to give me a share with he saw the value on my channel and he was the one pushing to me like hey you know you get if you use this discount code you will also get a part of it I was like eh, okay I'll see I'll see he's like 
there's money in this, you know? And I was okay. And then, well, it turns out, yes, I, I get, um, I get around 300 euros in revenue or in, in commission uh, from that one. I need to work more in it because he has good service, he has nice people and also they can also install some of the stuff but it depends, it's not, um, he, he doesn't have a, a work, a, a repair shop like Nasir so it's limited what he can do but at least he can install lead bars, he can do uh, some basic stuff that customers like me I, I don't have the knowledge or I'm too noob to, I, if I try to install shit like that myself, I will break something or I don't want to waste my time on it or I will waste too much time <laughs> trying to do something that I can't do. So, so yeah, Bill Componente and also he ships to pretty much all over the world, he claims, uh, except for maybe Nigeria and uh, North uh, Korea. Yeah, um, and maybe, I don't know if he would ship to China uh, I mean, he buys the shit from China. Uh, I guess if Chinese people want to buy from him, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Let's ship some stuff over to, from China to Norway and then back to China again. Yeah, 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 why not? Let's be green. <laughs> no, but, so yeah, I chose him because uh, it's different. You know, also uh, my sponsors, they are not directly competing against each other. So they have some, oh, it's Polizei, Polizei. Nine, get move over, dude. Move over, a freaking Volvo, dude. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, I think that's Insatzleder. Yeah, that, that one. If it's a Ford, uh, it's a Ford, uh, whatever uh, SUV. I'm not sure what. what the, yeah, that one is probably the boss. The yeah, not the regular patrol. But okay, so that is uh, the last sponsor, and uh, so so the, the the whole thing is that I. I try to handpick my sponsors and I want, I mean, people will use my, my, my sponsors at one point, right? Some of them. And I don't want to promote something that gives my viewers bad experience. So if I find out that, oh, know, uh, Marcus Beal treated the customers bad or if, um, yeah, they went to Beal Componente and uh, they got a bad insulation and uh, Sondre did not take responsibility as a salesman. Uh, if I find out something like that, I will cut out my that sponsor. Uh, integrity and customer satisfaction is more important to me than the money. So, uh, yeah, uh, and also because I fortunately have several in income sources, so it's not like I need that one income source. It's nice to have, but it's not crucial. But yeah, so now I gave you guys a little insight in my sponsors, why I chose them. And well, I guess it's, even though it's not official, okay, I can tell you that, I think it's not secret, okay. I mean, eventually the news will be out anyway. I can tell you that I'm working on getting Eliware as my next sponsor. They are interested, they, they find it interesting. Um, and Eliware makes uh, these charging containers you guys have seen it maybe or if you haven't uh, it's like yeah it's actually it's actually like a container it's like a 20 foot container they might also make a smaller one eventually and what is brilliant about uh, Eliware is that they make the whole solution fit you can fit it in in a truck and you can move it around and it, the, that solution consists of a battery pack and a charging station and uh, the beauty is that you can feed it it's like a big ass power bank you can feed it with low power 
You know, if you wanna if you wanna build, if you, this is the dilemma. When you wanna build a fast charging site, how the heck do you know beforehand if that will be a success or not? I've seen in the past some places they build char fast charger, and very few people charge there, and then the the charge point operator or the company like like Fortum or whatever, right? They they then lose money and they have to then remove some chargers or... But then with that charging solution, with a container, it has lots of flexibility. You can, you can move them around based on holiday season, even Christmas, Easter, or on, on or summer vacation. And you can also try out locations if you're not sure whether it will be successful or not. And in, it can, you can feed it with as, as low as um, 43 kilowatt AC. You know, that's like a Zoe Q4, a Q, uh, whatever, you know, the Q, the Q uh, version of the Zoe. Yeah. With the Camelon onboard charger. But, and that means that it's way cheaper or, or less risk and more flexible to use that solution to try out things. Traditionally, if you want to build a fast charger, you have to hook up directly to the, the transformer and way more insulation cost and uh, more complicated yeah, and also it also it's a matter of permission because then you have to build something uh, permanent and it might take long time to get permission from the municipality whereas if you build something like if you just slap down that container it's um it's way easier to get permission because it's a temporary solution <laughs> yeah permanent temporary that's the best deal man i work in the government i know what that means <laughs> but, but, and then, yeah, so I want them to be my sponsor because I believe that that product will improve electric mobility by, by getting more chargers out there. So, yeah, I, that's the whole uh, ground, like the, the basic of my channel or the, my, my basic, uh, just me as a vlogger, is to try to make things better for EV drivers so yeah now you guys got a little uh, explanation long ass explanation with other topics we also touch into and uh, I would like to know um, what you guys think about my sponsors but also uh, please okay I, I don't know but in case you guys want to hammer me but I, I, don't, I will not take more sponsors I think six is enough or five or six is enough I don't want to overwhelm my uh, starting screen with sponsorship but I can tell you that it works. That starting screen works brilliant because people are using uh, the link uh, to get free uh, six month pay or whatever one month free. Sorry, one month free of about the Replanet Premium, and people s still see the um, uh, bill component link and they use my link to buy some products. So it actually works brilliantly because it, it's, it is in the very beginning of the video and it's so short that people don't skip it and new viewers they'll be like huh what is this oh oh okay so yeah um so it's like a, a little tip for you guys if you also have a youtube channel and if you want to try to get some sponsors and not just copy like me actually this was actually a better root planner's idea in the beginning i had some other ideas how we can uh, promote stuff but they, they were the one who said, hey, why don't you just show a better plan in the beginning and then you just have a link, just have a floating uh, text, a burning text in the first uh, five seconds of the video. 
go, and then go to the description and it, it was brilliant man <laughs> I bet the root planner they are freaking brilliant but yeah so um, I think that's it yeah um, uh, what was I going to say yeah so what do you guys think about the 4k podcast there, uh, one thing I need, I need to uh, mention uh, some people say oh why don't you upload this to Spotify I tried it uh, seems like Spotify doesn't have anything direct you can go to but there seems to be partners some other uh, websites you can upload uh, and then supposedly publish it on Spotify. But when I look at it, uh, there, there is some... I had to pay some money for, for getting access there. Uh, so that's why I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll just keep it in the channel for now. Yeah, but I still have the full rights on my own chat here, of course. But now I get uh, sun in the face, so then it doesn't look that pretty. Well, okay, but I think that's going to be it for now. I hope you guys enjoyed this video. As always, thank you for watching and talk to you later.